Welcome to the Social Currency Podcast with digital marketing experts Jess Jensen and Tuck Ross. With a combined three decades of experience, they'll share thoughts on marketing, digital strategy, and social media to get you current quick. Looking to understand Google Analytics or how to optimize CPC? You're in the wrong place. This podcast drives discussion on digital and social strategy and their fundamental role in building your business strategy. In 30 minutes a week, we'll arm you with key talking points to speak with authority and confidence. Now, let's build your social currency. Welcome back to the Social Currency Podcast. We're really glad that you're here. (laughs) Tuck's providing the background music for us tonight. I am Jess Jensen, and joining me is my good friend, Tuck Ross. How are you, Tuck? I'm doing well, Jess. How are you? I'm awesome. And if this is the first time that you're joining us, today marks our 10th episode. Ooh, Woo-hoo. the big 10th episode. All right. Yay. Yeah, we're in deep. Yeah. We're, well, and I would just say we're total seasoned veterans now, like 10 episodes, done. Done. Absolutely. Love it. So, for, but for those of you who have been with us since the beginning, thank you, thank you, thank you for loving us, even in our early imperfect days. We appreciate you. Um, today, we're going to uh, round out our video series and talk specifically about live video. So we know videos become this dominant form of communication for all types of businesses. We know it's the preferred consumption method for all kinds of reasons, uh, entertainment, educational, etc. And we know that folks now are doubling down on live video. So you want to dig into live video and how it can be your best friend as a savvy and perhaps frugal business leader. But first, let's go to Tuck for some news. The news. All right. Facebook dating. We're super excited. <laughs> Jess, you know, how do you know about this? Do you know, you know about Ooh. Facebook dating? I don't know anything about that. <laughs> All right. Well, Facebook gave a preview of its dating features back in May, um, but we're starting to see some sneak peeks coming out of the uh, people that are actually testing this, uh, most of who are in Facebook and working there. Um, You'll be able to unlock groups or events. If you're um, part of seeing what's going on for dating, you'll be able to see, um, you know, how people are thinking about you, if they're interested in you. I think a lot of what this is, because it's not going to actually be an app, but it's actually going to be a feature within Facebook, is that this is actually going to be just like uh, what we're seeing for Match.com and maybe... um, uh, some of the ones like that, but not really a Tinder competitor. It's not really for that. It's really more for real relationships. And if you're thinking about kind of the data that Facebook has and what Facebook is able to do, this is actually kind of exciting because Facebook does know the most about us uh, versus any other platform, especially if you've been on Facebook for a while. And so they have the potential of making, I, I suppose, some really good connections. Uh, you know, neither of us will be able to try it, but uh, but I think you know if you uh, are, are into um, the space and single and looking for someone um, to connect with, this could be uh, a really interesting option um, that does bring some competition, some heat to uh, the match.coms of the world um, and kind of where they're going. Yeah, well, and if anyone could could suggest and figure out who might be a good match for you, probably Facebook, right? Or me. It could be me. You know, <laughs> I'm a little bit of a matchmaker, maybe. <laughs> he's a one-stop one shop. You have no idea. All right, so moving on to the topic at hand. Um, So uh, Facebook, yes, all in on dating and also all in on live video, as are almost every social platform out there. And I I love the way Tuck refers to 
live video as the the nexus of FOMO and video marketing. FOMO, of course, being fear of missing out, which up until recently I only associated with Khloe Kardashian, which is where I learned that term. Uh, so why? Why is it those two things together? So let's just define what we mean by live video to be really clear. Um, it's recording and sharing a video in real time. So on Twitter, this is Periscope. There's Facebook Live, like we mentioned. Um, live exists within the Instagram stories component of Instagram, those bubbles at the top. And it's not pre-recorded and it's not edited. It literally is live. Uh, right now, LinkedIn doesn't have this feature. They're kind of the one that um, actually just recently even allowed um, um, video to be embedded natively. So they're perhaps a step behind, but I think that's probably fine because I'm not sure if LinkedIn is trying to lean into video anyway. That's their platforms used a bit differently, but I know I'm forgetting something. You, you, you mentioned, um, Snapchat, anything else you want to add on that talk? You know, Snapchat has some of these features that feel a little bit more like the Instagram stories live and, and gets a little bit closer to that, although it's not quite there. Um, but I think if you're thinking about live, one of the most unique features of it, no matter what platform it is, is this ability for engagement and the, the back and forth that you can get. I think that's a great point. And actually kind of makes me, it's, it's reminiscent of what social was back in the day. Social was always intended to be a back and forth. It really was supposed to be a conversation and you're supposed to actually respond to questions and comments that came in. And I think brands did that in the beginning. And now many of us, you know, either we're just overwhelmed with the volume, we can't manage it because of resources or, you know, there's a bunch of trollish behavior that isn't worth responding to. But you go back to what you just said about live, you're getting comments and questions in real time and you can respond in real time. It's like a conversation with a whole party of people. All right. So that raw and authentic, you know, piece of the engagement, I think, is really one of the key benefits we're talking about here. You are creating something unique. So let's discuss some numbers. Facebook Live videos are viewed three times longer than recorded videos. Now, we can obviously save videos from live into the recorded section. But if you start with live three times longer, Facebook Live grabs comments at 10 times the rate of recorded videos. Reach of live videos on, uh, on some of the pages that we're seeing are 200 to 300% higher than uploaded videos. And 70% of Instagram posts don't get seen in the feed. However, if you're gaming the system using Instagram Live, it's a strategy that many businesses are still not taking advantage of because notifications are built in and live video streams are prior, uh, prioritized the highest in notifications. So let's actually talk about how that works on the different platforms, Jess. Can you give us some insight there? Yeah, so good segue with Instagram and, and the notion of gaming the system using Live. Um, so let's talk about just how Live works on the different platforms. Platforms. We mentioned that you can't do it on LinkedIn, so crap. So cross that one off the list right away. Uh, the We look at YouTube, and actually, this is one that I think is kind of underutilized. So you can go live on YouTube. There's a chat functionality called Super Chat that was launched early 2017, so, you know, less than two years old. 
You have to have a thousand, yeah, you have to have a thousand subscribers to enable that super chat. But what it does is you're, if you're live, it's a way for people to push pay money to the, the creator, the person that's live. And it's, <laughs> it highlights that money, highlights your comments, brings it, pins it to the top so oh, that cool. there's more visibility. The creator will often respond to you in real time. We we're talking about mm. the real time nature. This is actually fascinating because a couple years ago when I was in China, I was meeting with some of our agency partners and platforms and hearing about how uh, how people were sending money to Yoku, which is China's answer to YouTube, Yoku celebrities, and sending them flowers, sending them candy, sending them clothes, and sending them cash. And I was blown away. Like, who would do that? Who would send money to a, a, a minor influencer on a platform they've never met? But... Here it is. YouTube's doing the exact same thing. You know, I really think this is a sign of the times, especially this um, uh, virtual currency type of thing and, and seeing people really dedicate themselves more specifically to these uh, video influencers we talked about. Is it a, is it a vlogger or is it a vlogger? Um, for these vloggers and, and people that um, are on video or brands that are on video more specifically, people are spending more time with them. They're spending more time with them in a lot of cases than they are with television itself or, or even streaming media um, because they can get that real-time interaction. They feel connected. They feel closer. And they're getting a lot more authenticity from someone that they can relate to, like an influencer or someone who is uh, is there sharing a story about their brand or product. Yeah, and I, I also think that that people who spend a fair amount of time watching um, video, live video, influencer videos, I do believe that you start to feel as if you know that person. We talked earlier about live, I mean, video in general, but especially live being raw and authentic and, and it being this great enabler of, of showing humanity in whatever form you are, executive, employee, business owner, influencer. So I think that's part of what drives people to actually spend money to show up at the top of the feed send gifts virtual or real is because they start to really feel connected to that person like they're a friend Um, and live is I think the fastest route to that human connection so moving on to Facebook um, there's just simply a live button built right in to the post uh, option so when you go to type a post you have an option to go live and you're basically you just need to have access to your camera whether you're on your desktop a tablet your phone um, and we know Facebook prioritizes live video so we've talked in the past about yeah you get these big numbers on Facebook due just to the sheer volume of people using the platform, but the quote organic reach sucks, right? You don't get any, and no one sees what you've done um, without money behind it. This is another way to game the system. Going live on Facebook, we know gets prioritized. So you will get more of that uh, organic reach as a person or as a brand. Yeah, and I think it's fun. I think it's fun. That's why people are engaging with it because it's fun and they can participate and jump in with comments and have their thoughts shown on screen. Um, And it's really driven due to the fact that these notifications are pulling them in real time, creating that tune-in event. But even if you don't have that tune-in time, you're getting people to tune in because they get that moment on their phone that just says, join now, you're going to miss out. Yeah, great point. Yeah, the notification system is another indicator to us that the platforms are prioritizing live because why would they 
why would they put those in if they didn't want you to know about it? So, so moving on to Twitter, Twitter back in 16, December of 16, uh, merged Periscope, which was an app that they had bought. And for a while, it functioned separately. They finally merged the functionality into Twitter. Yay. Um, those of us that have used it are very happy about that. Um, and it's, a you know, Twitter, like lots of things, is a good place for short, spontaneous videos. Again, everything moves fast on Twitter. It's very news driven. So I think when you're at an event, say um, a big trade show, a big company event, um, you know, a, a concert where you've got a sponsorship, wherever your events take you, I think Periscope's a great way to interview folks that are there, you know, walk the showroom floor, kind of illustrate what it feels like to be at that conference or that event. And again, you can archive Twitter live videos um, on the timeline so you can view it afterward. Yeah, and just a quick reminder on Periscope, if you're not familiar with that brand name or term, uh, that was an app that launched that Twitter acquired. They actually deprecated the app itself and folded it into Twitter. So if you go live, uh, that feature within Twitter is called Periscope uh, without little circle with an eyeball in it. That's what that is. Yeah, agreed. I'm so glad they finally integrated those two together. So last one we'll talk about from a platform standpoint is Instagram, of course. I feel like we talk a lot about this is clearly one of our favorites. Um, but just to reiterate, you can go live in the stories functionality. And those are those bubbles, the circles at the top. Um, that's the place to go live. And then, of course, you can within the story do pre-recorded video as well as still imagery, um, boomerangs, other things like that. Um, and then like Snapchat, which we've talked about, Instagram has very uh, obviously borrowed functionality from it, it dissolves. It goes away in 24 hours. Um, you can archive it. I've archived a few stories on my own Instagram page that, you know, I worked really hard on it. I wanted to hold on to them for <laughs> posterity. Hmm, but That's old school. <laughs> old or school. old school, <laughs> depending on how you look at it. But yeah, I mean, the, um, the intent is that they disappear after 24 hours. So again, that ephemeral uh, feeling of just go for it, experiment. It's not going to last very long anyway. Don't worry so much about being perfect, which, which I love. Yes, you hit it on the head. This is so important is that you don't have to be perfect. And I think even brands get concerned about what is the brand presence and how am I going to look and setting this up? Yeah. People think differently about yourself on social. They think differently about how you get presented. You know why? Because they're watching a lot of people um, and I see people doing this. It's like they're filming, they're live and they're in their bedroom or they're in between classes or they've stepped outside at a break at work or they're filming themselves at lunch and it's a lot more casual. It is authentic and that's what makes it super real and very interesting because it's not about this highly produced thing that maybe has a script and all this and not saying you can't be scripted on live video, but it's a lot more uh, approachable because of that authenticity of the very casual nature of the platform, which is why it's working. And that's what makes it fun and that's what makes it real. And that's why brands, entrepreneurs, anybody else should not be afraid of it because it's something that is accessible, not only for users to watch, but also for you to create. 
And I just want to add, I think those of those folks that are listening that are entrepreneurs, um, freelancers, you know, um, part of kind of the gig economy and maybe starting something up. Uh, I actually think you have the biggest opportunity to use things like live video because you haven't all the things you were just saying, you haven't gotten so perfect, right? You haven't don't have, you know, 25 page brand guidelines that have to be followed. You, you know, you maybe don't, you know, you didn't spend $10 million in a logo design, like you're just being you. And so go for it. It doesn't cost you any money to go live. It's no more expensive than it is to create a video. In fact, it's it's less. Um, and you can you can show off who you are without having the constraints of the, the, the perfection of pre-produced video. All right, Tuck, I know you wanted to talk a bit more about format and um, and how that might vary based on those platforms we just talked about. Yeah, thanks, Jess. And I think format's part of it. And, and anyone listening may be thinking, numbers sound great, but why should I bother going live? Uh, live video is all about the FOMO, the fear of missing out. And if it's all about driving tune-in like a broadcast TV show. So you want to treat it like it's something that only lives in the moment and has the power of that real-time engagement. So here's how you can think about live video. First of all, production. Use live TV as a model and produce like live TV. You prepare for the audio and the video, stage as much as possible, but also have a plan B for unplanned interruptions or situations because this is a live thing. You may not get the exact controlled environment that you're expecting. Uh, Part two, you know, we said this is live, this is fresh, maybe doesn't have a ton of scripting, but you do want to plan ahead. It is okay to script it and prepare. You want a theme, storyboard, think of potential um, ideas and topics to steer away from and or address um, and make sure that everyone's aware of those going into and that you do a little pre-prep before you start. And third, the audience. Tell them it's coming. You know, if you have followers, it's not a, a problem and actually I recommend telling them ahead of time, hey, we're going to do this thing at 8 p.m. tonight, Eastern, Central, whatever it's going to be. Talk to your audience, tell them ahead of time and tell them to look out for that notification because it is good to catch people spontaneously, but it's also really good and you're going to get more um, attention if you let them right. know ahead of time. Get their attention. Overall, it needs to follow your video strategy like we talked about in episode nine. But live can be easy with things like interviews, exclusive access to events, sponsorships, where maybe a ton of scripting isn't needed because you're doing something that's in the moment and getting people's real reactions. And that's really gonna help the in the moment feel as you bring your audience something that they didn't have access to before, which I think is really the key about live video is giving them that in the moment something that they just really can't get anywhere else. And you can connect with your audience in a better way than most other mediums since they are there with you and you are able to engage with their reactions and respond to their live questions real time. Yeah. And I love what you said about, about letting people know in advance. You know, I see this a lot with, um, with YouTubers and and influencers where they know they're going to be at an event. They know they're going to be live tomorrow at, you know, 11 AM Eastern. They'll post something the day before a couple times promoting that, you know, maybe with the still image of themselves, the microphone or whatever, you know, something simple that kind of indicates, Hey, come back, come back, tune in, if you will, at 11 AM tomorrow and I'll be live. So that's an easy way to just kind of pre-promote and drum up some excitement um, and some some audience right off right off the bat. I love that. So we talked about already a, a number of reasons why it's beneficial to a brand or a small business 
to go live. Again, we talked about the algorithm for many of these platforms gives priority. So it's a way to kind of game the system. They, as you mentioned, Tuck, they notify you um, when someone goes live that you're following. So it's, you know, it's, it's great promotion right off the bat. Um, with Instagram, we know that the live functionality is within stories, which is right at the top and it's very visible um, to anyone that's on there. And um uh, we also know that you get you get that the beauty of the instant feedback, that actual comment, heart, back and forth conversation where you can literally engage in real time, which is almost kind of a dying a, a dying breed on social media to have that back and forth happen. Uh, we talked about John Legere a number of episodes ago, I think in our executive episode. And he's such a great example of going live all the time, reading the comments and replying uh, uh, verbally. So if you're ever looking for an example, follow John Legere on Twitter. Um, and then again, the, the humanization of a brand, it brings that rough, authentic kind of realness to the forefront that you're just never going to get in pre-produced video, let alone, you know, a photo shoot or a TVC. Um, and it doesn't cost money. Going live doesn't cost money. So again, try it. And if you're really fearful, try it on Instagram where it's going to go away anyway. Um, because the more you do it like anything else, the better, the better you get. I love that. It's a little bit of experimentation using the ephemeral video that you can get into. Let's talk some more about the idea of being human. I mean, going live allows you to tell the behind the scenes story of you or your brand or product. Don't worry so much about being perfect. Focus on you being authentic and transparent. The audience is much more accepting on live video and it adds to the realness. Um, this, this gives us a, a ton of different ideas for content. We talked about interviews or being on the floor in an event um, or giving access to people that they wouldn't likely have. But think about what is behind the scenes? What makes you run? What makes your brand powerful? What is in your voice that's unique? That's what you can extend even further from your video strategy into live video to make it unique and have people want to turn in. Because it does have that FOMO effect. What was that word? And I, I know I try to say it. Is it ephemeral? Am I saying it the right way? Yeah, I think it's that. But but I think it's really something um, that is in the moment that you just can't escape. And that's what makes it exciting. Yeah. And you brought up a great point about giving behind the scenes access. That is something everybody wants. That has been uh, that's been something I've been doing in, in various brands and in marketing departments for a decade. But you really couldn't do it at the scale you can do it now when you go live. It's just so easy to show that behind the scenes that why not? Um, so, yeah, so a lot we, we've talked about a lot. And I definitely think we made the point pretty, pretty powerfully that, you know, video is the current golden child of digital media. Ooh, the golden <laughs> child. So if you didn't listen to our last episode, you can hear more of that from Tuck. Just uh, uh, listen to episode number nine. Uh, so yeah, it's not a silver bullet. I think we nothing is, and we want to be clear about that. Um, but I think combined with other forms of digital content, it's a super powerful tool. Can be stretched across multiple platforms. Again, you could certainly film a video while you're going live, and then again sweat those assets out of the out of the recorded version. Um, so video doesn't doesn't uh, prevent that by any means. Um, and again, I think it's key for small businesses. Um, so if nothing else, takeaway that video should be. 
an anchor asset. It can be used in so many creative ways across multiple channels, um, horizontal, vertical, short versus long, pre-recorded versus live. There's a lot of ways to slice and dice video and have fun with it. And um, and we hope over the last three episodes around video, you've gotten a good deep dive and heard our passion we for love the topic. Video. Um, but we're going to wrap wrap the video topic up. And uh, um, if you want to go back again and hear more, there's um, Instagram TV or Building a Video Strategy. Definitely check out episodes number eight and nine to hear those full discussions. That's right, Jess. And as always, we love your feedback and input. So if you feel like we missed something or you wanted us to answer a question that you had, let us know. Email us at info at socialcurrencyshow.com. Give us a shout out on Twitter at Tuck Ross for me and for Jess, JKB Jensen, or um, share a post with hashtag socialcurrencyshow. If you got something out of uh, today's show that gave you value or, or helped educate you or some of that social currency leave us a review on itunes we love seeing those and really appreciate you guys listening we love reviews. Uh, what keeps us moving so thank you for the support and uh jess we'll see you next time thanks doug bye you just listen to social currency a podcast with tuck ross and jess jensen like what you hear subscribe to social currency in your favorite podcast app and please leave a review on itunes have a question for the show? Want to ask about a specific topic? Email us at info at socialcurrencyshow.com. If we include it in an upcoming episode, we will send you something awesome. Thanks for tuning in. And remember to check out the full show notes with all the links that we referenced at socialcurrencyshow.com.